This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to Aquarium Mania. I'm your host, Dr. Roy Anong, speaking to you from the University of Florida IFAS's Tropical Aquaculture Laboratory. Thanks for joining us. Kids are the future, and for some of them, the future is now. My guest today is eight-year-old Miles Featherston Resch, founder and CEO of Kids Saving Oceans, a conservation lifestyle brand, and his mother Libby, who currently works for NOAA's Marine Mammal Program. Join us as Miles and Libby explain how Kids Saving Oceans is making a difference for ocean conservation. We'll be right back after these messages. She's a purebred, orange and white, Brittany. But when we adopted April, she started scratching like crazy. I said, what you put into a dog is what you get out. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. So we added a huge scoop of Dynavite in her bowl. She looked it clean. She loved it. Her coat is now soft. It's silky. Dynavite is nutrition. You get some Dynavite. How happy your dog will be. A Dynavite. She's Little Miss Hollywood. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to Aquarimania on Pet Life Radio. My guests today are Miles and Libby Featherston Resch of Kids Saving Oceans. Thanks again for uh, joining us, Miles and Libby. You're welcome. Yeah, no problem. So with uh, a lot of my guests, I kind of like to ask a few personal, but not too personal questions. So just so our listeners can get to know you a little better. Miles, first few questions for you. Have you ever had an aquarium tank or visited an aquarium like uh, the Florida Aquarium, Clearwater, or a Moat Aquarium? I've been to Georgia Aquarium, and they have really cool stuff there. And when I was there, I got to see whale sharks and go behind the scenes and see them feed the whale sharks, which was really interesting. That's cool. Yeah, Georgia Aquarium is a beautiful aquarium, definitely. So, yeah, he really went next level at Georgia Aquarium. So we've been members of the Florida Aquarium since he was a squirt. So we are we are veterans of the Florida Aquarium for sure. Well, that's good. That's good. I think I figured you guys probably were, but you know, I had to ask. It's, it's pretty much a uh, backyard. So Miles, uh, I want you to think back a little bit. I know that's probably not too far for you, but do you remember your earliest memory of the ocean? I'm pretty sure it was Amelia Island, and I heard the crashing waves and while i was making the sandcastle do you remember how old you were four maybe wow that's great so yeah so i know I, you're pretty much born and bred tampa right yeah right yeah Tampa's a beautiful area so uh let's talk about your company a little bit now what, why did you decide to start kids saving oceans well i was watching shark week two years ago and i didn't like how we treat our oceans beaches and sharks so I wanted to do something to help, but it turns out the $13 in my piggy bank wasn't going to do that. So we talked about a business idea and we came up with the name and then we decided what stuff we were going to sell. So um, Libby, very entrepreneurial uh, son you have. I'm guessing he inherited some of his passion because of what you do for a living. Can you kind of tell us a little bit about your background as well? 
Yeah, I have spent most of my career in uh, marine conservation. I started out working on um, sustainable fisheries. And then after the uh, BP Deepwater Horizon oil disaster, I transitioned to uh, trying to work on ways that we could use the funding from that oil spill to improve the marine environment in the Gulf of Mexico, which is work that I that I continue to do in my current position. So I'd say that he probably comes by this honestly because he's heard dinner conversation about sustainable fishing and recovery of things like sperm whales for pretty much his entire life. So I think he just sort of absorbed it over time. Well, that's great. Well, definitely a good thing to absorb. So Miles, now I, I kind of have been reading a little bit about you. You know, you're all over the news, of course. And one thing also that your uh, your other mom, Jess, mentioned and that I saw in the news was something about pitch night in St. Pete. Can you uh, maybe tell us a little bit about what pitch night was and what happened there? Well, I competed against grownups and I told the judges about my business and they decided who won and then I won. It was kind of surprising for me because... I didn't really think a kid could do like that much of it, but it turns out I can. Yeah, so Pitch Night was uh, was a competition of St. Pete area startups yeah. that St. Pete Greenhouse put together. And it was you know, Miles' business versus four other you know grown-up startup businesses, but he had a compelling idea and I must say a very impressive pitch. And so he got, you know, one of those giant checks for how much? Do you remember? $5,000. Yeah. And so we still have the giant check just floating around our house as a, as a souvenir of Miles's big kids saving oceans, big win. It's really humongous. It is really humongous. <laughs> so you don't, Miles, you don't bring it around with you all the time? No, it's too big. If we oh, had like okay. a chain, maybe we could turn it into a giant necklace or something. <laughs> that That's would pretty... probably be too heavy. Too heavy. Okay. It would be more well, of like a sack. Okay. Okay. Uh, maybe if you, what if you, uh, if you epoxy it, maybe you could like use it as like a, a bodyboard or something. Oh no, there's an idea. It's probably a good size <laughs> for a paddleboard. We have to trim it so it would be like the right angle. Yeah, no, I think that we're really onto something here though with this. <laughs> yeah, maybe, that way. but I don't think we have strong enough scissors. Mm, we'll oh, have to think that one through. I bet you, yeah, I bet you they can. I bet you guys would find some. No, that's pretty cool. I'm very impressive, Miles. So let's talk a little bit about some of the kind of specifics on your company. So your logo is pretty cool. Can you maybe describe it since, you know, we're, we're just talking and people may not have seen it, you know, what's on the logo and how did you guys kind of decide what would be on it and what, like, what it would look like? Well, for how to decide what it was going to look like, we wanted it to be like a heart, but we wanted it to um, represent the oceans. So we thought about what things we could put in to make it look like it, what it is now. And so we thought about a guy, a little boy, and some ocean creatures. And then we sent it to our illustrator. And then he made the really cute creatures for us. So it ends up looking like a boy giving these ocean creatures a hug. And he's the bottom of the heart. And then the creatures sort of fill out the, the shape. And, yeah. uh, and our illustrator is awesome. He really turns Miles's ideas into some super adorable stuff. But that's, uh, that's the logo. And I think it really clearly says when you look at it, you know, kids saving oceans and, you know, kids doing what they love and taking yeah. care of things they love. It's a great logo. I definitely, I, I remember uh, meeting you guys. I think it was a, maybe it was a, a year and a half ago or so for, at one of the races. I saw your booth, saw the logo and saw kind of what you are all doing. And obviously that's how 
kind of we got in touch with each other. But yeah, definitely a great logo. Your your uh, you got your ideas and, and your writers were awesome. So how did you decide what you were gonna sell? And um, there's so many things out there. What made you kind of come up with those specific products? Well, we wanted something that people could use in their everyday lives. So we thought about clothing. And then that's how we got the t-shirt idea. And we wanted something else to protect them from the sun. So that's how we got the hat idea. And everything is made out of plastic or other sustainable materials. So we ended up thinking through, like, what's something that kids would want to wear, right? So it's got to be something that they would want to wear, but also how do we really live the values we're trying to talk about? And so using fabrics made out of recycled ocean plastics or sustainable materials is really important to, I think, Miles and the company. But we also wanted stuff that kids would think is uh, fun and and interesting. And uh, and so that's how we ended up with sort of the stuff we have now. The stuff we have now. There you go. That's cool. And and you almost forgot, or I'm going to mention for you, the thing that I really loved was the huge um, reusable straw. Because I... I've been getting stainless steel straws and like most of them are, are really small bore. So you can't really like drink them with shakes. But I saw you had the big ones and I actually had to buy a couple packs of those because I, I really uh, I love the big straws. So nice. So <laughs> what definitely... we use that for at our house? Like the big fat one? Yeah. We use that for milkshakes. But what do our healthy friends do with it? <laughs> well, we do milkshakes and they do smoothies. That's right. So um, yeah. and we they're had... the healthy we had some lady at we did an event on the beach where she thought it would be a great frozen margarita straw so um so there's so there's something for everyone that's right exactly exactly yeah i definitely use it for smoothies and you know a pina colada well a mudslide is kind of like a modified alcoholic smoothie so definitely use it for that too so miles what do your friends think of your business well they're very supportive and they come to some of the events and they also support my beach cleanups that we do. It's really neat to see his friends just sort of run up to him at a table or a booth or something that when we're there, it's such a nice surprise. It's been lovely to see his classmates and their parents, you know, really supportive of what he's trying to do and the, and the message he's trying to promote. Yeah. It is. No, it's great. And definitely um, that's, you know, Miles is you, you probably know kind of just being as uh you know as young but mature as you are it's a good it's a good age to get everybody on on board because as you get older you know you start kind of going in other directions and having that as a foundation is definitely important so um libby obviously the uh, the business side is is a challenge any type of business that's kind of why i'm i'm not in business myself so how um how are you and uh, miles as the idea guy and jess how do you guys kind of work together on the business side well i'd say it's definitely a team effort Miles has a lot of really great ideas. We're really fortunate that Jess has a lot of really good business sense. You know, I worked in nonprofits for uh, the majority of my professional career. Which is pretty helpful. Which is pretty helpful. I mean, having a marine scientist in your house uh, for a marine conservation. Yes, definitely. Good. Yeah. So my role is largely just to make sure that the designs that Miles comes up with are accurate, right? So you don't have two creatures on a sticker that don't belong in the same ecosystem. So I do some of that, some quality, image quality control. control. 
Yeah. Um, but my main role is I carry the things. So when Miles has an event, I lug the tubs of shirts. <laughs> I am, I am, mom yep. I'm, I'm brute force labor for the majority of the business here. <laughs> well, that's great. That's great. So Miles, back to you again, I was reading a lot of different stories about you and what would you say would be the most kind of valuable piece of business, business type advice you've learned over the past couple of years since you've had kids saving oceans? It was probably to tell your story because you want a story that people will be interested in and engaged in so they will want to come over. Yeah, that was, I think, a really useful piece of advice is that he's the thing about Kids Saving Oceans that people care the most about. They find it really awesome that he's had this idea and that he spends his Saturdays at events talking to people about single-use plastics. And so the more comfortable he's gotten talking to grown-ups and kids and decision-makers about his business, I think the more response he's gotten, right? So people care about his passion and want to hear from him. And I, you know, you don't think of that when you think about a business, right? You think about what kind of products you sell, but really this, this is much more about him than it is about, about shirts. Yeah, no, I, I, you're, you're absolutely right. And I know, you know, I've been in a bunch of different leadership type training programs and, and that's actually one of the big pushes always is like that people want to know your story. I mean, people like obviously a truthful and good story and you know it's it's kind of the way we sort of listen and learn you know so you know it's it's definitely great that miles you have a great story and and you know people you know appreciate it so um before we take a break and kind of talk about some of the cool people you've met and talked to and maybe a little bit more about what you're doing with kids saving oceans can you maybe tell us a little bit about some of the causes that you guys support with their donations and um, you know how that all works and how you kind of pick those and if others are in the works, kind of that sort of information. Well, we want local businesses and there is one that's worldwide. Mm -hmm. And some examples are Marine, Keep Pinellas Beautiful and Mission Blue. So we, we realized that we don't donate enough money to, to make a dent in some of the bigger national conservation NGOs. So we wanted to start like that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I think Miles gave a thousand dollars to the local surf rider chapter and it was like a huge deal to them. And we realized that so much great work gets done by these local organizations who, when we're talking about the kinds of donations Miles makes, they're really impactful. And so I that was really neat. We have a great partnership with Keep Pinellas Beautiful. They do such wonderful work and they are such great cheerleaders for miles and, and so helpful doing beach cleanups. Uh, but we also donate to Sylvia Earle's organization, Mission Blue. They operate worldwide, but they do such amazing work conserving special ocean places that that really resonated with, with miles, the kind of grassroots effort that a whole international NGO like Mission Blue can pull together. So we try to we try to keep it local, but there are groups doing really amazing ocean work that Miles has connected with that he donates to. And he donates to it. Each of the designs has a different nonprofit that it supports. So he supports a number of different groups. And we're always looking to add others. We come across great organizations all the time. Miles, do you remember you just sent a nice letter to Force Blue, yeah, which is such a cool organization. They work with military veterans who have really technical training 
and they get them engaged in doing different ocean conservation work related, doing undersea diving. So it uses all their technical skills. And to make it into something else. Yeah, to, to help use those, those skills that they earned uh-huh. through the service in doing marine conservation work. But they're super interesting, and they sent Miles like the nicest letter in the world after he made a donation to them. So that's another kind of organization that, that he supports. That's great. Yeah, actually, and, and it's interesting you mentioned that. I, you know, I um, interviewed Carrie O'Neill about the coral work at the Florida Aquarium, and um, yeah, Force Blue I think has played a big role with a lot of you know the coral issues, the coral disease issues. I'm kind of involved with that as well um, down in the Keys. So yeah, Force Blue, I uh, have to definitely give them a shout out because that's an amazing group of people. So let's take a short break, and we'll continue our discussion with Miles and Libby from Kids Saving Oceans after these messages from our sponsors. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com We're back and continuing our conversation with my guests, Miles and Libby featherston Resch from Kids Saving Oceans. So, Miles and Libby, that was a really great kind of first half intro, letting us know a little bit about your company and all the great things you guys are doing and trying to promote um, ocean conservation. So, Miles and, and Libby, obviously, of course, what would you say uh, your maybe short and long-term kind of goals are? And, you know, in terms of things that you think are making a difference now and maybe down the road, if you if you had to break things apart that way. Well, for long term, I think, well, my goal is to raise a a million dollars by the time I turn 18. And this year, I want to donate ten thousand dollars or more. So this year, it might be a reach. We usually do a lot of events and we are not doing a lot of events this year. Yeah, unfortunately, that's right. We are very socially distanced. Um, yeah. So our, uh, we'll see if the online business gets us to his short-term goal. But I, I love the ambition of your long-term goal, Miles. I think it's a reach, but it's such an it's an admirable one. And I hope and I hope we get there. Do you think we're going to get there? Maybe. Maybe. We'll see, we're going to work, work our tails off to do it. Ten thousand or five thousand. So, what are the kinds of things that you think? Are making a difference that you're doing well just the fact that we're going to events and selling our stuff i think is making a pretty big difference well because you're donating what you yeah made. you know what i think is cool about the events is when we you get a chance to talk to kids about getting rid of single-use plastics and doing beach cleanups i think you're really inspiring people i think that's making a difference too yeah yeah, no, I think so, definitely. And as kind of kids sort of get more involved, you know, obviously that, you know, the parents and brothers and sisters and other relatives will get involved. And it's so, yeah, and it's a great kind of uh, effect, I think, as well. So speaking of t- kind of talking to people, Miles, it sounds like you've had a really great chance to talk to some pretty important and actually pretty cool people uh, 
in my book as well. Can you uh, maybe start by telling us about your, uh, you did a trip to Washington, D.C. and talked about climate change with some people about, can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. Do you remember the committee we were invited yeah. to? Yeah. Okay. So we were invited to the select committee on the climate crisis and we met someone. Their general counsel. Yeah. And we talked for a little bit. And so, afterwards, they gave me a pin that only, I think... Only the committee members yeah. got. Samal's got to talk to the, the staff about what, you know, what his concerns are for the ocean and about climate. They're really interested in talking to kids, right? The next generation that's sort of inheriting our, um, our environment. So that was really, really cool. And the thing about the pin is that we were there just before July 4th. And then later in the summer, Greta Thunberg was, got to speak to the whole committee and she also got a pin, but I just did want to flag that Miles got a pin from that committee first. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That <laughs> definitely means more. So no, that's pretty impressive, Miles. Great. Now, I also heard through the uh, internet grapevine that you had a chance to speak with uh, the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis. So what did you guys talk about? How did you guys set that up? Well, it was great to be there, but unfortunately, you can't actually talk to him because there was another group that he was going to talk to. So I got to shake his hand and take a few pictures, which was still pretty cool to be there just in general. So we sent what I was going to say afterwards, and he signed it. Which of the So you sent a letter. So Miles wrote up what his, uh, his ocean-related talking points for the, for the governor. And it was really cool. I mean, they reached out to Miles and invited him to come have that meeting. Um, but just before our time slot, an emergency sort of came up and, and the governor was disappointed, I think, that uh, he had to cancel. But we did send our comments afterwards. And the thing that he signed a bill later on, what, what was the big thing you it wanted to talk about? It was shark finning bill. Yeah, so it was a bill about uh, banning the trade of shark fins in Florida, which he signed. So so the legislation was signed later that year. And I'm not going to say it was directly related to Miles's letter, but... You uh, never know. The two things happened around the same legislative session. So, you know. I think we're going to have to assume it was directly related, so... You know, we don't have any evidence to the contrary. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, that's great. No, that is that's great. And yeah, definitely an important issue. And then also, I, I heard that you uh, got to meet the great Sylvia Earle. Maybe tell us a little bit about that, Miles. And, and I think most people do know who she is, but maybe either you or, or Libby can kind of talk a little bit more about Sylvia Earle as well. She's the person from Mission Blue that we were talking about earlier. That's right. And she is really amazing. And she asked me to sit at her table because I gave her a sticker and told her about my business. And she said, this guy's amazing. And she invited me to her table. So we were, um, we were at a, an event for Mission Blue when they announced the West Florida Hope Spot and had a fundraiser and a kickoff in Dunedin, her hometown. And so uh, before the program got started, Miles went up and introduced himself and gave her a sticker and said that, you know, he had just donated a couple hundred dollars to Mission Blue. And so she came up to us shortly thereafter and asked if we would sit at her table. Which is really exciting. Which that is was cool. Just, yeah. just amazing. And uh, and during her talk, so she gave a talk to close out the, the program. She mentioned Miles and talked about the sort of next generation that's uh, inheriting the ocean, but who's going to really have to take on the work of folks like herself who have been working in ocean conservation for, for decades. 
And it, she told this beautiful story about, you know, how she first experienced the ocean when she was around, you know, Miles's age and, and really sort of charged his generation with continuing the, the great power. Work. Yeah, it was it was incredible um, to see like the mother of marine conservation talking about, you know, your kid and his business at like her own party. It was really, it was really neat. Like one of the most unbelievable moments one of my of kind. entire life. Did you, did you ask? Did you ask her to repeat it so you could videotape it, or did you videotape it? I was probably too dumbstruck uh, <laughs> to think of any of these really good ideas. But afterwards, <laughs> you know, she did spend some time talking with him, and she taught him like the world's coolest fist bump handshake. It uh, was a fist bump going into an, a squid. A giant or- squid. Oh, squid. That's okay. Your hands kind of like move like a squid's tentacles. Yeah, so you, so you bump hands and then they fly away like a like a squid like with your fingers opening and closing. And if you do it two hands, two hand fist bump, it's like the colossus. And then, and then two hands opening and closing going away, it's the it's the giant squid. But so yeah, Sylvia Earle taught my kid a fist bump handshake. <laughs> That's cool. And fist do you bump. mind maybe one or two sentences on Mission Blue for folks that aren't familiar with Mission Blue? So Mission Blue... Uh, their whole purpose is in conserving important marine places. And so, so Sylvia's premise here is that there are just there are areas of the ocean that are so important to ocean life and to human life that they deserve extra attention, focus, and conservation. And so they work around the globe to identify and then conserve these really special places. Hotspots. Hotspots of marine biodiversity or other things like that like that and i think you know working in marine conservation there's a lot of tools in the toolbox but there's very few ways to conserve an entire ecosystem except to preserve it and protect it and i think her organization does a really amazing job of bringing awareness to that and then going in and working in communities uh, to do that good work of protecting these special places that's cool that, that is a great Great, great organization. So, um, Miles, what would you think or what would you say are some of the most important things you've kind of learned over the past couple of years since you started this company? Probably just to keep on going and keep on doing what you love and keep on going with your organization. So another question, which usually people ask first, but I'm going to ask right now is, do you have any idea what you want to do when you grow up? You know, you're obviously a real smart, mature uh boy already but what do you think you may want to get into you know as you get a little bit older and maybe even as a career if you've thought that far media marine biologist and i would like to study turtles and dolphins and maybe even be a dolphin trainer Uh, okay i was hoping you'd say that but like a marine biologist but you know you never know there's a lot of great things you can do You know, we'll still support him, even if he wants to be an accountant. But exactly, accounts are are just as important. That's you right. Yeah, you need them to kind of handle all the money and make sure everything's right. So, yeah, that's great. Now, I also wanted to ask you, and and maybe you can tell us a little bit about how you thought about doing it, and then how you did it, and everything that sort of goes with it. But I, I just found out you also have a book that I, I was kind of checking out on Amazon. Can you tell us about your book, Miles? Yeah, so it's called Kids Saving Oceans, Olivia Makes a Difference, and it's about a girl named Olivia. Well, it's pretty much how I got started, kind of, and she um, went to the beach, and she realizes there's trash all over, and so when she went back to school, 
she told her teacher and her teacher turned that into an assignment for everybody to see what they can do to make a difference for the ocean. And Olivia won that. Well, it was more of a competition. So Olivia won the competition and she told everybody about why we need to save the ocean and how we're going to do it. And so her and her classmates came up with a list of ways they could help and and they organized a beach cleanup. A beach cleanup. And they all went. And so that's basically the story of the book. My favorite part of the book is how at the end, each of the kids who helped the project all were then inspired to continue thinking of ways to help in their own lives. Which is really neat. Which is really neat. That's probably my favorite part too. So Miles at one of his events ran into somebody, a woman who was also tabling an author, Tori McGee, and she has young kids. And so she talked to Miles for a while and then just really liked what he did and asked if it'd be okay if maybe they wrote a book together. And so we got together over ice cream because all good ideas come together over ice cream. Definitely. Ice cream is the best. And um, they walked through what Miles might want to say in a book and they and they came up with a character and a plot and a story and the whole deal. And it was such a cute thing. Um, and our illustrator made the illustrations. Yeah, and her illustrator made the illustrations adorable. And then like, poof, he's a he's a published author. Boom. That's awesome. So, so now I have to ask, did you guys send a uh, copy to uh, some of the people you've met? So far? Oh, now there's a great question. Yeah. So I just sent one to my mom. So oh, that, you'd have to do that. that yep. Yeah, you have to do that. <laughs> um, but so Miles wanted to send all his part of the royalties to Keep Pinellas Beautiful, who is our partner for beach cleanups, and they're a wonderful organization. And so when we told them the book was live, we didn't even have the chance to send it to them because they just immediately ordered a bunch of copies for themselves and their kids. Uh, <laughs> so people, people are really beating us to the punch here, uh, which is really great. Which is great. Yeah. Which is great. Which is and great. on Amazon, it says best-selling like, new book release. Number one new release. Number um, one book release for kids. It's in the kids recycling and green living section. So you got to get where we want it. You got to get real specific to see what we're the number one new release in. But <laughs> I'll, take, I'll take it. Hey, I'll take it. <laughs> still number one. It's still number one. So that's, that's, right. All that's, that's right. That's right. No, that's, that's great. And, and it sounds like it has a really great message, of course. So wait, I have to ask, how come you decided to uh, make it Olivia and not Miles? We wanted a different character. So it wouldn't be like the same thing that I did. And so we wanted a different character because, well, first of all, we didn't want me in it because <laughs> I'm the owner of the business and we right. wanted something else for a change. Yeah, she asked him if he wanted to do something sort of autobiographical and he did not. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so Olivia's story is sort of parallel to, but not, you know, analogous to Miles's story, but we did think that the sort of trajectory of wanting to make a difference and inspiring people would be really would be really neat. Do you remember how we came up with her name? No, it's the dog. The dog's name is Oliver. Oh yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> wait, so wait. our main character is named after our like semi well behaved definitely not behaved. our occasionally well behaved dog. Yeah. Our <laughs> other one is much nicer. Yeah. But we couldn't name her Otis, you know. 
Yeah. But so, uh, so the book, the whole experience with the book was great. Tori is a wonderful author. She's been such a great partner and we hope to maybe come up with some more adventures for the kids from Olivia's class who will be go off and save oceans in, in new and different ways. Yeah. So here's a, a follow-up to that question. Have, have you uh, decided who would play the uh, Olivia in uh, the movie, the ver- movie version of the book? I can't believe we haven't played that game yet. Um, <laughs> roll the dice. Roll, roll oh, the dice. I don't know. Oh, that's such a great question. <laughs> uh, we'll, have to th- we'll have to think about it. All right. Maybe no it's like, oh, how about the movie adds on to it? You're starting on to see to how it. we get uh, ideas rolling here. Is that yeah. Exactly. There you go. The ideas guy. Crazy. 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 No, that's great. <laughs> so, Miles, what's uh, what's next for uh, Kids Saving Oceans? What do you have maybe future plans for? Well, probably just doing more events. And, or any events, right? Once yeah. we get out of 2020. Mm-hmm. And thinking the new products, but I'll have to talk with you guys yeah. about it, of course. So new products are always sort of simmering on the horizon, you know, different events and Miles this year got accepted to be a speaker at the at big Earth Day conference, Earth X in Dallas, which was canceled because of coronavirus. But like, oh, yeah. so new- they said they would take me to Texas, though, if it was canceled. Yeah, no, we, we are on the hook to take him to Texas. You make a promise. <laughs> we did. We, did. we made a promise. But so, you know, there are neat opportunities for him to speak and then meet people at events, tabling events for him to, you know, sell the goods and engage with people. We look forward to, to getting a time when we can get back to that safely. But thinking about new products and, and how we can offer, you know, cool, Ideas. inspiring you know, gear and stickers that folks will want to uh, want to buy and, and want to support Kids Saving Oceans and, and the causes that Moss is supporting. That sounds good. So what do you think we can do to help you and uh, Kids Saving Oceans kind of spread your message and what, you know, what you are all trying to do? Maybe just tell people about Kids Saving Oceans and how to keep the oceans clean and pretty much stuff like that. Yeah, I mean... So talk about how choices that we make yeah. every day can make a difference for the oceans, right? So we talk about ways people can make choices that help the oceans. Um, certainly people can buy your stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then tell other people to buy your stuff. Yeah. Um, because everything that Miles makes, he donates to conservation groups that do really amazing work. Well, that is great. And unfortunately, we are out of time Again, I want to thank you, uh, Miles and Libby, and definitely Jess as well, and our, our producer, Mark Winter, for uh, making this show possible. Miles and Libby, do you have any uh, final words of wisdom or uh, any thoughts in closing for our listeners? Well, see what changes you can make, and they will add up. Yeah, Miles' big message is that uh, you're never too young or, or too whatever to make a difference, and that everybody making small changes is the way that we're going to save the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe the world. And maybe the world. That's right. Great, great message. Well, thanks again to both of you very much for your time. I really appreciate it. It was really uh, nice talking to you. Thanks so much for having us.
So if you have any questions, comments, or ideas for a show, feel free to email me at drroy at petliferadio.com. For our listeners, until next time, please visit your local cram stores, keep your tanks clean, and your fish healthy. And be sure to visit kidsavingoceans.com and check out Miles' new book, Kids Saving Oceans, on amazon.com, and uh, the information will be on their website. We'll have all of their uh, associated links on the episode page online as well, and you can access it that way. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.